and welcome to the Direct Selling Success Podcast. I'm Anna Green and I'm here to share with you tips, tricks and training on network marketing done right. Thank you for listening. Welcome to In Conversation With. So um, for those of you out there watching and listening right now, um, I am live here with Sita McKee from Your Valued. I am super excited about this call. Um, We are here today to talk about mental wellness. (laughs) So um, Sita, I'm going to hand it over to you. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do. That would be great. Thank you so much, Anna, for having me. It's really fabulous to be part of this podcast and, you know, raise awareness about mental wellness. So thank you so much. And hello, everyone. So my name is Siti McKee. I'm the um, founder and director of Your Valued, a wellness company. And I'm also a registered mental health nurse. I've had so many years of experience in health and social care, and um, I'm still um, currently practicing as a mental health nurse um, and also doing your valued where I'm hoping to reach out to more people to, you know, raise awareness about mental wellness. Oh, brilliant. So tell us a little bit more about your valued and, and what it's all about. So your valued is my baby if I can put it that way and I'm very passionate about your valued and I think the name says it all I just want people that we reach out to to feel valued so our mission is to or rather vision is to um, value people make them feel included or um, also promoting inclusivity and enabling mental wellness in a challenging world so we all know how challenging our world is at the moment I mean with COVID coming we thought we've had time to breathe. And then as COVID goes away, now we're back into that sort of like running and running and never stopping. So it's really, really hard. Um, And I'm sure your audience would, you know, (laughs) agree with that. Yeah, so your value is is hoping to reach out to everyone. So we don't have a specific group of people that we are working with because mental wellness is for everyone. So we are reaching out to everyone and spreading the word of, making sure that we keep well. Um, And I know we'll lead into this later, but I can help us see a little bit. I know that mental health is a big thing now that we're all talking about mental health, which is fabulous. And we should be talking about mental health. I don't think we should ever stop talking about mental health, but I can help but think from my background in mental health nurse and that anytime the word or the phrase mental health comes up, you can't help but start thinking about or what's going on with that person. So it all starts to become a bit negative, like thinking about symptoms and the conditions. And we're moving away from the wellness side of it. So I want to actually raise more awareness on the wellness side, even though we are aware that we need to be talking about mental health. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not confusing. It totally <laughs> makes sense. Because I know from personal experience with my mental health that that it's got such a a bad stigma around it, hasn't it? And the way yes. people think, oh, oh, mental health problems, oh, oh, it's, it's not good, it's, you know, oh, really, really negative or extreme. And yes. it's not necessarily either of those things. Yeah. And, and I, the reason I wanted you on this podcast was because I think it's so important to recognise that everybody needs to have that mental wellness. It's negative that negative image of mental health doesn't have to be there because it's not always negative. It doesn't have to be always negative. And yes, 
some of us have issues and and things with our mental health or wellness but talking about it can make such a difference such a difference yes and i'm so glad that you mentioned about the stigma and um i'll give you an example say um if your audience have like a young family or so you go into like a school drop-off or pick up and you meet with other parents and you're sharing ideas and you're thinking oh it's a big thing and we're all talking about mental wellness so or mental health so i can feel that this is a safe place to tell somebody that i'm really struggling now and the next thing another person hears about what you're um experiencing and you're thinking why have they taken it as a stigma and people are saying oh she has mental health issues you know something like that so you want to we want to try and raise awareness that it's okay to talk about it and not feel guilty to say mental health so if maybe mental wellness gives us that sort of um positive um um sort of like a positive connotation to it to help us to channel it in a more positive way rather than uh, a negative way and therefore we we start holding back and and not wanting to share you know so stopping yeah. that sort of stigma yeah yeah and i think that is a brilliant way of putting it and when, when we had a chat me and Sita had a chat before um we came on this podcast um last week and we were talking about just changing that one word from mental health to mental wellness just transforms that whole statement doesn't it, it and does. actually yeah. everybody should be thinking about looking at their mental wellness yeah. wellness yes i love that <laughs> yeah so but yeah. so many people that are like, oh i don't have a mental health problem i don't have mental health issues you don't need to have mental health issues to look after the wellness of no. your mental health yeah and and as we said again last week it's mental wellness is more steering towards early intervention so stopping yeah. ourselves from getting poorly you know um in time yeah so you don't have to feel ashamed if you are not able to um express or discuss with close friends and family about what your experiences are so why not find a way to um empower ourselves mm -hmm. and 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 have that sort of wellness attitude and early intervention to address things that can potentially become really um i don't want to say harmful but affect our health in, yeah. in that sort of way yeah yeah because it's surprising at how much our mental health does affect our our ability to do things our physical health everything doesn't it our whole life anna yeah. our whole life yeah our whole life and you don't realize until you've actually experienced a little bit of it and you're like oh my goodness so if i hadn't sought help this is how bad further down I could have gotten, you know, and if I seek help earlier, this is how it might look like. So yes. I can give myself as an example. Um, so a few years ago, I was in a really challenging job. And I think I wanted to prove myself so much. I was doing more and more and more all the time. And sometimes when you're excited and passionate about something, you forget that you're human. And you can break, you know. Yeah. So I was just giving and giving and giving. And I got to a point where I realized I didn't have much more to give. And then I started feeling burnout. So burnout here. For me, my burnout started looking like um, my heart racing, so heart palpitation. And I wasn't sleeping. I was sort of worried, thinking about the next thing I can do to address a situation. Um, and my sleep pattern changed. And I wasn't eating well. You know, and I was extremely tired because I wasn't sleeping. 
And I realized that I had to do something about it. So it's either I let it go to a point where it's really hard to pull it back or I just immediately start finding a solution and, and get to a place where I, I recognize myself again in the mirror, you know? So that's what yeah. I did. And, and from that moment, I started realizing that, my goodness, I'm not just the only one in this position or situation. A lot of us feel it, but we don't recognize it to call it back. You know, and then we end up getting to a position or a situation where it's harder because then you need more months or years to rec uh, recover from that burnout. And it yeah. can even lead you into depression and to sort of like anxiety as well. And and then mental health becomes the main issue and it's hard for you to talk about it because you mm -hmm. feel ashamed. But if you had recognized the signs earlier on, and be able yeah. to pull yourself back and address it, we wouldn't be going to that extreme end and seeking all this help from doctors. And I'm not, there's nothing bad in going to your to see your GP. But if you can prevent it before you get to that stage, why not prevent it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so many of us, and I know I was the same, you see it as a weakness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We feel like we've well, it can feel like, like you're letting somebody down, you're letting yourself down, yeah. it, sh it shouldn't happen to you. Yeah, all those things. And actually, it's it's normal and it's yes. okay. Yeah. And it's, it's surprising how many people suffer with any sort of anxiety, um, sadness, stress. Yeah, it's it's very surprising. I bet there's so many people that are watching today that will have some something going on in their lives that yeah. that means that they are in need of a little bit of mental wellness. Honestly, Anna, and I think the signs are different for everyone. I mean, I've mentioned what my experience was. And as you said, you rightly said that about um, the weakness. So the fact that people might see you as weak, you don't want to carry on um, to, or how do I say this, to let them see you that way. So yeah. you would rather keep going yeah. and going until you break you know so it's it's really good to identify that it's not being weak if you see that you're tired or if you realize that you are not your usual self take a step back reflect and see what's going on if yeah. you don't re recognize what these signs are speak to someone and this is the sort of thing i talk about um in your value when i'm working with clients to talk about how you can speak to someone to support you someone who it's not really involved in your life. So have that objective view, if you like, to take a step back and look at it with you and outline and say, is this what you've been experiencing? If you recognize it, what does wellness look to you? Let's look at that wellness and work with you to get to that wellness, yeah. Mm. So what sort of things should people look out for then? What sort of signs are, co are common? So in terms of burnout, um, so burnout here, I'm more referring to I mean, your audience, majority of them, um, if I'm not wrong, will be like entrepreneurs, working business people. Yeah. So yeah. burnout here, I'm really focusing on people working. So whether your own business or you're working for an employer. So it, it can manifest itself like um, in terms of extreme tiredness, you know, um, also um, deprived sleep as it was in my case, I wasn't sleeping well at all. Also your eating habits changes. Um, you can also self-neglect, you know, because you can't even remember the last time you probably 
had a really good time to look after yourself properly, you know, spoil yourself, go for a massage or something, have a manicure, pedicure, something to lift your spirit up. Um, it can also um, manifest itself as a lack of motivation, which a lot of us might experience. But the fact that you're lacking motivation one or twice in your life doesn't mean that um, you're bent out. So it's if it's constant, if it's persistent, you know, and you're seeing this pattern just remaining the same and nothing is shifting. And then you know that, no, this is not right. Because if you compare it to your old self, which wasn't burnt out, you realize that this isn't your um, regular pattern. So the key here is actually being very observant and knowing yourself so that when you're deviating from the, that norm of who you are, then you can be able to identify these are the signs that I'm experiencing. There's also a feeling of overwhelmness and also extreme stress, as you were talking about feeling stressed all the time. And some of these symptoms of burnout can also um, be or uh, are symptoms of depression and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> so can you see how they're the also of LinkedIn? Mm. They're also of LinkedIn. So if you don't address the burnout issue, and you leave it for so long, you can end up getting into depression. Yeah, or it, it couldn't. It could just be because um, we have a lot of mums in this um, in this community. We have um, people who work full time, uh, people who run their own businesses, all sorts of different different types of people. So burnout might not be a thing. I've never suffered from burnout, but I have massively suffered from anxiety, and I know that. Those are the sorts of things that I see, tend to crop up. I mean, I never have trouble with sleep, but if I am feeling anxious or if I'm getting to that stage, I sleep more, lots more. And I can't feel it really hard to wake up and I want to go to bed in the afternoon. And that's that's one of my symptoms. And that that feeling of dread sometimes. I know it's quite yes. extreme. You, you can you yes. can feel like like things aren't going right all the time and you, you you've you've got a lot of negative thoughts in your head yeah. and yeah whereas i am normally the most positive person but if i feel anxious that's they're the symptoms i know to look out for so i think everybody's very different aren't they yeah yeah but i love how you've just said it for me what i've picked up from what you've just said is you know yourself very well yeah now i do <laughs> so, but i've which done is, all these things <laughs> which is which is something that i'm really happy or i'll be eager for your audience to know so if you don't know what's normal for you maybe from this podcast actually pick it out and say yeah. let me try and take time out and get to know myself you know because when you know yourself and you're deviating from it you would know. And that's where you can seek the early intervention before yeah. it gets to a point where it's harder to work on it. Absolutely. So, but it's still possible. That is the message <laughs> I'd like to give out. It is still possible. Even yes, if you've been years and you've never you've not felt right for, for a long time, it's yes. still possible to it is, there is still hope for everyone. There's absolutely. still hope for everyone. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But it's it's just um for me, it's more about the harder work you put in. If you yeah. leave it too long so yeah. if you don't want to put in too much hard work to bring it back <laughs> then let's try and stop it from getting there yeah but there is definitely hope and um you know there is so much help out there nowadays you know um so it's it's good not to keep it in and talk about it and i love the fact that 
you and I have been open to share our vulnerabilities, you know, me talking about my burnout, you talking about your anxiety. So if we keep talking about it and not just talking, but actually looking at ways to address them, the the yeah. symptoms or signs or the experiences we are having that is um, different from what our wellness looks like, then at least we know we are doing something about it. It's better to do something than not to do something, anything at yeah. all, is it? Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing as well is, I suppose, these symptoms you can look out for in other people. So if you've got yes. close friends that are changing their behaviours or habits or mindset, um, look look out for those as well. Because friendships, I think, are key in mental wellness. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And as I said, if you are an objective person, like the person standing away from who is experiencing it, you see it better, don't you? Yeah. Whereas the person experiencing it, it might take you longer to actually recognize it, mm. that this is not right. Um, it, it would have to really repeat itself for so long. But somebody who really knows you, and like you said, you're a very positive person. I like to believe I'm a very positive person as well. So if I start saying negative things, my friends and family who are close to me say, that doesn't sound like you. And then you, you sort of look again or... It, it registers that no something is wrong now so you are right our friends and family or loved ones people around us should be able to call it out if they see that there's a change in somebody's um usual self yeah yeah is there a better way to do that what is there a, a tip you can give us on talking to somebody you know that that might be experiencing something like this so for me um the tips i have is usually interacting with people so when you have a good social network or you're able to interact well with uh, with people around you your close network if something is different they would know isn't it but mm. if you're not one who interacts then it's really hard and then in a way it's like you're suffering on your own but the other thing we need to remember is we are social beings there's yeah. no way we can live without you know having interactions with others i know that some of us and this is not to um um, make others feel bad if they don't have friends or family it's others choose and others don't choose to be in that situation and that is okay but we can always try to build that sort of relationship with others because we know that we are social beings mm -hmm. and without the connection of others that loneliness steps, um, steps in and then we start feeling that depression as well there's a mm -hmm. massive link between loneliness and depression as well isn't there yeah, so yeah. it's if you don't have that um, family or friends around you, your social network is not great. You can start making some sort of an effort to start to get to know one or two people. It doesn't have to be a massive group of people. Just the one person you can trust, the one person you feel able to connect or discuss something with. You know. So for me, that it's is a way that you could try and do something about the fact that you are not connecting with others so mm. that if something is not right with you they're able to help you pick it out before it gets to a point where it's harder to call it back yeah, yeah. i feel like that should become a term i keep saying call it back call it back yeah i, I think it's so right and it it doesn't take much to just ask somebody how they're feeling or That's asking it. if somebody's all right or making the effort to go and meet someone for coffee or pick up the phone or you know, just just a text, anything, 
to yes. somebody that you can see just isn't quite feeling it at the moment can make such a difference. And I find the nicest thing that people do for me is just a compliment, just a compliment or a thank you for something just makes my day. And yeah. it can just boost your well-being. It's just such a lovely thing to do. So, yeah, I'm setting everybody a challenge to go and compliment somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just make somebody's life that little bit more rosy and just go yeah. and give them a compliment. <laughs> kind words, saying kind words yeah. to people. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, especially to those that are having a hard time. Yeah. So can you give us some top tips to help improve our mental wellness? So one I've already mentioned about social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. So connecting with others. So it could be, well, text, it's it's good. I like that. But I also want that physical contact oh, yeah, with others. Yeah. So going out for coffees with people, you know, just going to the movies. I mean, if you can think back to probably years ago, if whilst you were growing up and or um, the sort of social network of connections you built with friends and family, and then sometimes you think back at the funny conversations you had. It always sort of brings a smile to your face without you realizing it. So that tells you the power of human connection, you see. And um, the second tip I would like to give is um, practicing mindfulness or meditation. So here, as much as it's good to connect with people, it's also good to have that solo time to reflect, energize, get your energy back, you know, because sometimes when you see people, you're giving so much energy away, which is beautiful. But you need to also go back and recharge. Absolutely. So that only so much you can give away, isn't that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that recharge moment is your me time to get to sort of reflect, meditate. If you if you are if you like meditation, um, practice mindfulness as well. If you um, um, like or prefer that, if you're a person of faith as well, I find that um, some of my clients prefer to meditate on scriptures or to. Yeah. Um, watch a, a movie or listen to music, something that takes their mind off the everyday worries, you yeah. see. No matter how you say, oh, I mean, you might have a very positive person saying that, oh, I don't have any worries. Really? We all do, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, <we> do. <laughs> it's about trying to put that aside. So that me time, not thinking about anybody or anything, work, put work aside, it is okay to give yourself that protected time um, and just being with yourself, spending time with yourself, getting to understand yourself, your, um, being with yourself and just breathing. Mm. I feel I was just thinking before this session to say, sometimes we, we just forget how powerful it is to just take five minutes and just do a breathing in exercise. You know, when we are going and we're on the move, we're on auto breathing, isn't it? You don't yeah. even realize if you're breathing out or breathing in, you know. So just giving yourself that five minutes away, just meditating on, on your breathing in and your breathing out, you know, it's so powerful. And you're giving your brain, feeding your brain with so much oxygen as well. And if you are feeling stagnant with ideas in terms of business, guess what? That oxygen feeding the brain, you start coming up with ideas. And I find that most most times ideas come to us when we are quiet. Yes. When there's so much noise in the background and in our head, it's too busy. When do you actually know which is a good idea and which is not a good idea? 
So for business owners, if you want your businesses to thrive, I think the time is just taking that time away yeah. and reflecting and just being with yourself, just that peace and quiet to just let the good ideas flow in. Okay. And I think the third tip I want to share is um, being physically active. Mm. So I'm not talking about registering with a gym and going for strenuous exercise. It's good if you have that. <laughs> The strength no. and energy to do that. No, <laughs> but, if <you> don't, <laughs> but if you don't have that, it's okay to go for walks. If you love gardening, do some gardening. If you have pets, dogs, go for walks with them. I mean, you would be doing that, but in a in a more meaningful way, making a conscious effort to make sure that you're doing that often. And also looking after your diet and making sure that you're feeding the body with good stuff. Because when we feed the body with not so good stuff, guess what? Not so good stuff comes out of us. So the more good stuff you fill the body with, the more good things will be coming out of you and also sleeping. So a technique for um, if you're struggling with sleep, like I did during my burnout, one of the things I used was um, sort of like using white noise, something, a sound I really like. So I love the sound of rain. So I will put on rain sounds on my phone, but with a dark screen because you don't need that light to wake mm. you, you know, and, and just listen to that. It's beautiful. Others <laughs> might not like it, but for me, we are all different. So it's knowing what you like. So if you like something, a sound of something, you could play that and just listen, let it soak in. And I realized that within five minutes I was gone. You know, I would just fall asleep and feel refreshed in the morning. So sleep, not sleep that you have two to three hours. That is no sleep, I don't believe. So sleep is having quality sleep, enough hours, waking up and feeling really refreshed and knowing that you can take on the challenge of the of the new day, you know. So, yeah, these are my top three um, tips that I want to share. But I've got um, a few more on, on my link. So if people want to um, link in and sort of like um, listen to it, yeah, they are welcome to. Yes, because you've got um, you've got a video on there as well, haven't you? Yes, I've got um, a masterclass video that I share tips, five tips about how you can keep well and um, move you away from burnout to boldness, where, mm -hmm. where boldness looks like you're in control you're confident and you can take on any challenge that is thrown at you, be it work, be it family, anything, you know, but you need to prepare yourself to get to that um, place of boldness. Yeah. Yeah. I love that phrase. <laughs> Burnout to boldness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much for coming on here and being my guest today. It's been fabulous. I really hope our listeners have enjoyed it today. If anybody does have any questions, there's a comment section underneath that you can ask away. I will also put Sita's links underneath so you can access the, um, the masterclass and her website details if you want to get in touch with her and your social media links as well. Um, where can they find you on socials? So I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah, what, what's your handle? Sorry, I've sent them all to you. So if we put it down... Um, yeah, we'll the, write them on underneath. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's your value. You just don't... It's your value. Your value. Your value. Yeah. Yeah. Your well, value. we'll find you. It's all good. So thank you so much. It's been amazing.